You're listening to The Morning Coffee with the motivator, motivator. Jazzy G. You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Uh, Come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. It's Thrilling Thursday with the motivator, Jazzy G. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of The Morning Coffee here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7. The station with heart on iHeart. And today, beloveds, is Thrilling Thursday. That's right, today is Thrilling Thursday. And you know what you got to do on this Thrilling Thursday? That's right, soul motivators. You got to get up, get out, and do what you got to do to make it happen. (laughs) As always, got to make it happen. Got to get up, get out, and make it happen. (laughs) That's right, my soul motivators. Today on this Thrilling Thursday... I want to play an excerpt for you on this Thrilling Thursday. I'm excited about this one. I am. I'm really excited about this one. This one, this one had me going. This one had me doing a little, a little dance, dance thing thing when I was listening to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> had my spirit jumping up and down a little bit. I like, yeah, boy, yeah. <laughs> what up? Now, what I want to discuss today. All right. Is how do you reinvent yourself after a loss? How do you reclaim your life after a loss? How do you take charge of a new you? And how do you find yourself? Okay? Now, I want to talk to you about this. Because this is something that's near and dear to me. Alright? And it had me thinking. It really did. It had me thinking. This excerpt had me really, really thinking. Of course, it's a montage. You know, I love the montage. You know what I'm saying? Because I get a little bit of everybody in there doing their thing. Alright? But yesterday, as a guest, I had on, on here on the morning coffee... I had Crow K.O. Charles, who is a spoken word poet, and he also is a, a playwright, and he has his play, Growing Up Daddy. He's part of Russell Simmons' Deaf Poetry Jam, and he really, really does his thing. You know, he brings the funk when it comes to the, the poetry and the spoken word. And he has an organization, the Generation Verb, is teaching young people how to really find a voice and it's in the school systems and all through the, the school system in the New York Tri-State area you know from elementary, middle school and high school and when I was talking to him yesterday and he was talking about his program and what inspired him to do the things he's doing when he became a father you know to his daughter and Kale and I you know we're, we're part of the same organization Further and Fatherman and when he was talking yesterday what was going through my mind is that you know I'm in a situation where my life as you know being with my wife for 33 years and maybe 30 years and in my life most of my life and having children together and grandchildren 
and she was in my life more than she wasn't in my life and now that she's gone so when he was talking about how you know when his daughter was born how it was a new life for him and he was looking at a new life and I started thinking about that and I was like yeah I can relate you know in my head I was like I can truly relate to that and I said because that's what it was for me when my children were born and 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 even being married it was a a new life for me and I remember (laughs) you know when my wife and I got married I got a shaved head and and, you know bald and shaved head and everything but when we got married back in 1991 you know back in 89 or 88 89 I wore uh, dreadlocks in my hair I wore the, the twist and dreadlocks in my hair and it wasn't even a popular thing at the time but I cut them all off the day of my wedding I cut my locks off the day of my wedding I went to the barbershop early that morning and just sat in the chair and I had my hair up under my uh, under my hat and when I pulled my hat off the barber was like whoa <laughs> you know so he locks and I was like cut it all off he's like really I like yeah cut it all off and, and I want a fresh shave because I wanted to go into the marriage like just brand new just freshly brand new that's how I felt I felt like I wanted to go into it brand new I wanted to be freshly shaved and and, and, and everything and and I, I remember the reaction to everyone when I walked in you know when I walked into the room and everything they saw me and they were like whoa you know it was kind of crazy you know but the reaction from everyone the day of my wedding like wow he cut all his hair you know saying he had these dreadlocks and he, he cut them off and it, and it wasn't that I wanted to have some type of different presentation. It wasn't that. It was a different representation. You know what I'm saying? It, it was like being born again. Okay? Being married, even though my wife and I was already together three years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we actually lived together. You know what I'm saying? For a year before we got married. So, it, it, it wasn't even that. It was just a whole new and I want to ask you, beloveds, what does that mean to you, the whole new you? How do you find yourself? How do you find a new you? Okay? And how do you find yourself in situations where it may come about because of a loss? Okay? And in my situation, you know what I'm saying, the passing of my wife. And there are many different losses. You know, it could be a divorce. Okay, it can be a loss of a job. You know what I'm saying? It can be many different things when it comes to a loss. How do you reinvent yourself? How do you find yourself? What do you do? Okay, what placement or what replacements are put in place to find that new you or even find the old you to become new again? Or to even become whole again. How do you go about that? And I'm telling you, beloveds, when I heard this, this montage here, I was like, okay, I got it. <laughs> I got it. And I'm feeling it 100%. So, beloveds, I want to play this for you. And I want you to really take listen to it. Put on your thinking caps, I say. You know what I'm saying? You tell us back in elementary school, put in your thinking caps. That's what I want you to do. Really take heed to this one. All right? Because, again, when you're searching for you, 
who's going to look for you but you <laughs> at the end of the day but again in an authentic way <laughs> i'm joking but you know i made a little jokey joke but i mean in the most authentic way seriously who's going to look for you or but you all right so without further ado i want to play this excerpt for you this montage here on how do you find yourself here on the morning coffee power me up radio talk 24 7 the station of heart on iheart i am tired of myself when you say i'm sick and tired of being sick and tired that's the facilitator of change that's when you're ready to say these words no more excuses no more excuses i've never met a person who was not successful that didn't have a great amount of self-discipline within their life uh, self-discipline and being able to perform and being able to keep your life on schedule and being able to keep commitments and promises and meet deadlines is essential to success uh, none of us None of us can afford to have a life that is controlled by someone else or a life that is basically controlled by our emotions. I learned many years ago that there are two kinds of people. There's the type of person who says, I, I'm going to wait till I feel like it before I do it. And then there's a person who says, I've got to do it so that I feel like it. One will never get anything done because they're still waiting to feel the moment to move and the other person says no I need to move and then I will begin to feel the moment Sonia self-discipline is essential in your life and in my life if we're going to get things done so I have a challenge for every one of you this weekend the challenge is simple as you go through your weekend and sometimes it's kind of a hopefully an easier time of your week ask yourself Am I practicing self-discipline in my life? Am I doing the things that I should do because I need to do them? Or am I kind of waiting to feel the moment? If you don't know this quote, live by it. One can have no smaller or greater mastery than mastery over oneself. That's Da Vinci. Da Vinci did amazing things with his life. I wanted to do equally amazing things with mine. And if that's the game that we're playing, if I can construct my belief system, if I can choose at any moment, to believe something that's more empowering than I was believing the moment before and that that will actually find its way into my actions allow me to do things that I couldn't do the moment before then it's like that moment in the matrix where Neo realizes he knows Kung Fu and that's like as funny as that is that's how I think about life to me the very fundamental purpose of life is to find out how many skills I can acquire that have utility and then put that utility to the test in service of something greater than myself. Stop comparing yourself to others. So the first thing you do is stop focusing on other people. Instead, focus on being the best version of you that you can. Then you'll recognize that you deserve to sit at the big table with everybody else after you become the best that you can be. Now, once you've accepted that you have as much right to success and much right to succeed as anybody else, the next step is learning how to talk the talk.
You have to get fluent in the language of success so you speak it with ease. Surround yourself with people who've accomplished their dreams and immerse yourself in the culture of achievement. The ideal situation for a man or woman to die is to have family members praying with them as they cross over. He said, but imagine if you will being on your deathbed and standing around your bed, the ghost of the dreams, the ideas, the abilities, the talents given to you by life and that you, for whatever reason, you never went after that dream. You never acted on those ideas. You never used those talents. You never used those gifts. And there they are standing around your bed looking at you with large angry eyes saying, we came to you and only you could have given us life. And now we must die with you forever. And the question is, if you die today, what dreams, what ideas, what talents, what books, what music, what leadership, what voice will die with you? Miles Monroe, great orator and speaker, said the wealthiest place on the planet is not in the Far East where there's oil in the ground. It's not in South Africa where there are diamond mines. He said the wealthiest place on the planet is the cemetery. Because there you'll find greatness that we've never seen. There you'll find talent and genius and potential never actualized. Perhaps that's why Henry David Thoreau wrote the words, Oh God, to reach the point of death, only to realize that you've never lived. Maybe that's why some unknown writer wrote the words, what if you live your whole life only to discover that it was wrong? That it was wrong. That you were chosen to do something else and you didn't do it. Repeat after me, please. Live full. Die empty. I want you to take some notes and some things and I want you to think about your goals and dreams in the three categories that I mentioned, personal, professional, and your social contribution. How many of you are serious about your goals and dreams? Raise your hands, please. Thank you very much. How many of you don't want to take your dreams to your grave with you? Raise your hands, please. Very good. Shake someone's hand on your right and left. Look them in the eyes and say, get out of your head and step into your greatness. Do that right now, please. Say, get out of your head and step into your greatness. I want you to write this down. Let us say together, as you think about your goals and dreams, let us say together, it's possible together, please. Yes, write that down. See, ladies and gentlemen, as an entrepreneur, I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years. It's my 21st year. I could have been speaking and training for 34 years, but for 14 years, I was living in my head. For 14 years, I stopped myself. For 14 years, I used to go see Zig Ziglar, that I considered the number one motivational speaker on the planet. Zig Ziglar and Tony Robbins, they're the best on the planet. Bob Proctor, they're the best on the planet. Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, T. Harv Eckert. I would go and see them and then I would leave and my conversation with myself was, my heart would say, I can do that. And then my mind would ask, how? How would you do that, Les Brown? 
See, when I was in the fifth grade, I was identified as EMR, labeled educable, mentally retarded. Put back from the fifth grade to the fourth grade. I failed again when I was in the eighth grade. I have no college training. And a man changed my life, and I'll never forget his name, Mr. Leroy Washington. He's in his 80s now, and, and he's blind from glaucoma, but he, he gave me a different vision of myself. I was in his class waiting on another student. He came in and said, young man, go to board and work this problem out for me. I said, oh, sir, I can't do that. He said, why not? I said, I'm, I'm not one of your students. He said, look at me. Yes, sir. Go to the board and work the problem out anyhow. I said, sir, I, I can't do that. He said, why? I said, sir, because I'm educable, mentally retarded, sir. I'm in special education. And the students started laughing. They said, that's Leslie. That's not Wesley. He's DT. Wesley is the smart twin. He said, what does DT stand for? I said, um, I'm the dumb twin, sir. And as the students laughed at me, he came from behind his desk. He looked at me and he said, don't you ever say that again. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. On one hand, I was humiliated, but on the other hand, I was liberated because he looked at me with the eyes of Gerda who said, look at a man the way that he is, he only becomes worse. But look at him as if he were what he could be, then he becomes what he should be. And so we developed a relationship. And one of the things that I can just tell you as you think about your goals and dreams, all of us can say in a spirit of integrity that it's possible. That if anybody at any point in time lived their dream, then it's possible that I can live mine. And what I did was, I made a mistake. I looked at my goals and dreams and my mind said, how will you do that? I went from my heart to my mind. And I stayed up there for 14 years. 14 years. I can't bring those 14 years back. Those years are gone. And I've made a mission in my life to help people to stop putting it off and procrastinating. How many ever thought about something you wanted to do and you procrastinated, you talked yourself out of it? Raise your hand, please. There's a proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. And so, as you look at your goals and dreams, every day we must convince ourselves, we must sell ourselves on that it's possible, every seminar, every workshop, every book that I've ever read, every speaker that I've ever heard, it interrupted what I was believing about myself. Everything that you do, everything matters. As you go through each day, I know now as I look back at age 63, looking at my life, everything matters. T. Harv is right, how you do anything is how you do everything. And I realized that the choices I was making was based upon how I saw myself. Let us say together, it's necessary. Write that down. It's necessary as you look at your goals and your dreams, it's necessary that you have a, a strategy and a game plan to change the story that you believe about yourself. And that's an ongoing process. I've discovered, and many people have, that what we do, what we accomplish, what we produce is a result of the story we believe about ourselves. My favorite book says, Be ye not conformed to this world, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so as I began to work on myself, I realized 
that I'm getting out of one story and stepping into another story. As I become aware of some things, there's still some things I'm not aware of. So I still, I'm still growing, I'm still developing. I'm like the lady who said, Lord, I ain't what I want to be, ain't what I'm going to be, but thank God I showed what I was. But I realized that, that you have to work on yourself on a regular basis and write this down for mental mindset, for mental mindset and stamina, because things are going to happen to you. I don't believe, I believe that the reason that most people go to their graves with their talents and abilities and skills in them is because of the fact, number one, many are like me. They didn't know that they didn't know and, and thought they knew. I thought I knew myself and I really didn't know myself as well as I thought. I've discovered that sometimes people can take you to a place within yourself that you can't go by yourself. The other reason is I was afraid. I never worked for a major corporation. I wanted to speak for corporations. I was afraid I would, I would be exposed because I don't have a college education. I felt inferior because of the fact that I don't have a college education. I allowed that level of fear of failure to stop me. And because I never had any experience in it, I assume that I could not do it. I was paralyzing myself by believing and assuming the limited part of myself as opposed to believing that I had something special. You have something special. There's something you want to do. Because you don't know how to do it, doesn't mean that you can't learn. I, I like something that I heard. You don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started to be great. Repeat after me, please. Lead and grow your wings on the way down. See, the people that will live their dreams, the 2% that will do that, these are, and write this down, become a risk taker. They're risk takers. They don't mind failing. They don't mind making mistakes. They're willing to take life on, take life in the collar. This God said, if you're not willing to risk, you cannot grow. And if you cannot grow, you cannot become your best. And if you cannot become your best, you can't be happy. And if you can't be happy, then what else is there? I like what Helen Keller said. She said, life is short and unpredictable. Eat the dessert first. You're listening to Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7. The station with heart on iHeart. Now, beloveds, beloveds. Hey, how you feel about that one? Tummy, so motivated. How you feel about that one, huh? Did it hit you? Did it get your spirit going? Did it get up? Did it get you up a little bit? Huh? Did you shout a little bit? <laughs> did you did you talk back to it a little bit? <laughs> yeah, boy. That's what it did to me. It had me talking a little bit. It had me talking back to him a little bit. It had me going. <laughs> Especially with Les Brown. You know, the incomparable Les Brown, man. He brings it home. And, and y'all probably heard that story of Les Brown before. You probably even heard that speech before. But you know when you hear it, when, when Les tells it, man, it just hits you there, man. It hits you right in the target of your heart. You know it does. Because it, it's so real. It, it really makes you feel about who are you and, and you're finding yourself how do you really reinvent yourself but as you heard in that montage there in that excerpt how things can be done and what you need to do and you know on Thrilling Thursdays beloveds that's what I'm about I'm about getting the job done I'm not about you just saying oh why 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 me why 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 me why 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 me no man let's get the job done that's what Thrilling Thursday is all about you know what I'm saying Coming, coming to to transformation in life, but but for me, moving forward and having a, 
have to make this new life for myself a new avenue for myself and it's not easy at times i come home to to empty house and it's it's truly lonely for me but i said well i have to make do and sometimes battling that depression you know saying what will, will, will stifle you and paralyze you but what do you do to go forward how do you reinvent yourself and the first question you got to ask yourself why not so much the how why and once you answer your why what hurt you what heal you that's when you get your how <laughs> as always so beloveds I gotta end the show today I know I got you got you on a little cliffhanger there and everything like that but it's all good it's all good we're gonna return to to this again and everything and we're gonna discuss it matter of fact I want you to hit me up Email me. You got uh, mail. GRainy125 at gmail.com. Okay, that's GRainy125 at gmail.com. G R A I N E Y. The number's 125 at gmail.com. Hit me up and let's discuss it. Let's talk about it. All right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about how do you reinvent yourself at a time of a loss? How do you pick yourself back up? How do you find you again? Okay, let's talk about it, beloved. But as always, good things come to an end. So what we're gonna do before we take on the day of this thrilling Thursday, we're gonna take our deep breaths and uh, say our affirmation prayer for the day and have a really, truly thrilling Thursday. So beloveds, join me now. Breathe in, hold it, hold it, hold it. Release, extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in, hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. That is your protection prayer for the day, beloveds, on this thrilling Thursday. I want you to take that with you wherever you go today. May it be work, school, or play. <laughs> Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. I want you to have a blessed, blessed, thrilling Thursday. Don't you touch that dial. Don't you touch that dial. Because coming up next is Raven is Talk Show Maven. All right? <laughs> All right? I love y'all. Y'all have a blessed day. Peace.